Hawkeye Self Storage in Danville has electricity hookups, 14-foot-tall doors, and 60-foot drive lanes, private bays, interior and exterior lighting with 24-7 access gated entry. They also feature indoor RV and boat storage with three locations, 1303 East County Road 200 South in Danville, 7410 West U.S. 36 in Danville, and 2238 West U.S. Highway 36 in Danville. More information can be found by calling their phone number at 31. 31- 745-2700 or by going to their website hawkeyestorageunits.com This is Sights and Sounds with Alan Kiger. Alan is a Hendricks County native that talks with your favorite entertainers. This is where Alan hangs out with music royalty. Sights and Sounds is sponsored by Hawkeye Storage in Danville. And now your host Alan Kiger. This is Sights and Sounds Promotions. I'm your host, Alan Kiger, and my guest today is Jack Russell of Jack Russell's Great Wife. How are you today, Jack? I'm doing great. How about yourself, brother? Man, I'm doing great. Just glad to be alive. Got a new year. Yeah, no kidding, huh? Yeah. So, so you told me you were sick, huh? Yeah, I've, I've had COVID. So, listeners, I hope I don't cough during this interview, but I'm fine now. I uh, missed a couple weeks at the radio, but I'm fine and I'm healthy and uh, glad to be alive. Yeah, you sound good. You sound good. Well, I'm happy for that, man. That was, uh, I mean, people, a lot of people don't take this seriously. They think it's just, you know, conspiracy theorists, they think it's just, you know, made up and it's not real. And, you know, then you talk to somebody that's had it and knows people that have died from it. You know, it's like you may want to take it a little more serious, you know. It's, I have a lot of people I know, they don't believe in it, you know. It's, it's like, and I was, oh, yeah, no. I was careful and I still got it. So, yeah. and one of the worst part of it, I think, is uh, sitting at home, you know, yeah. you're yeah. stuck in your house by yourself. You know, my mom would leave groceries on my front door. And right. Usually I'm going to the grocery store for her, but, you know, things change. Yeah, well, you got to take care of yourself, you know. Without health, you know, what do you got? You know? Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> Nothing, no. Anyway, let's get off all that negative stuff. Yeah, Talk yeah. about some well, positive. Since the COVID, in March, how have you been spending your time? You know, uh, I moved. I moved up to Colorado. Um, just I couldn't stay in LA anymore. It was just getting too uh, too crazy down there. You know, and um, it's way too expensive too, especially when you're not working. You know, I mean, I've been. You know, we haven't done a show since last February 14th. You know, so it's like, come on, man, you know, this is, this is my job, you know, so, um, it was just getting a little too hard, so we decided to move up here where things aren't so bad, you know, I mean, as far as, you know, um, it's not so expensive, you know, Wow. but, you know, we're hopefully going back to work this year, if everything goes where it's supposed to, we'll probably be back out in the fall, you know, there's one, like, one guy did a report for us, you know, yeah, financial report. He said, you know, oh, you'll probably have, you know, X amount. You probably make about, you know, seventy thousand the whole year. I'm like, dude, I make more than that myself. Oh. You know, it's like, don't tell me that. I don't believe it. You know, so, but we'll see. I mean, hopefully we'll start in uh, in the summer. But you know, the fall will be okay. You know, I just hope we don't have to wait another year. You know, I do too. This time goes by so slow, but it goes by fast too. 
Yeah, you, know? you only get so many years, and we're wasting them. And I, I yeah, exactly. No, it is a total waste. All it's a total waste. These, all these artists, you, uh, I've interviewed the Oak Ridge Boys and Rudy Sarzo from the Guess Who. I mean, I hate to say it, but you guys are all getting older. We're getting older. Yeah, right. I turned sixty years. on the fifth of December. We're, you know, we're wasting your guys' prime years. Yeah, I know. I know. There's nobody young so, to go see. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, what you said, Rudy's playing in the Guess Who? Uh, Rudy is he's playing with the Guess Who. Well, wow, what a trip. What a trip. Yeah, I, I saw those guys years ago. I don't know, it was about 10 years ago. And uh, I saw them in a casino down out in the desert where I used to live in uh, California. And it was, uh, they were just incredible. I mean, they, they just sounded just like the record, you know? Oh, I was blown away. I can't believe it. There, if you get a chance when when touring gets back out, I think you're a must must see band. All right, I'll check that out. So, okay, so you've moved to Colorado. I, you know, I was going to talk to you about shark fishing. Um, I don't think there's any rivers with uh, sharks. No, there's no sharks up here. At least not the kind you can catch with the rod reel. So, what what kind of a a new COVID hobby have you picked up? Well, in TV, man, that's about it right now. You know, it's TV and staying inside, and you know, it's it's a. uh, I gotta get. It's cold outside now, so I mean, the idea of fishing in the snow is not too appealing, you know. So hopefully, the spring and summer I can get out and you know do some fishing you know get some get some trout fishing in the streams and the rivers you know that'll satisfy me you know yeah and then when I get I can take trips back home and I got I got the guy that bought my boat and he's uh he'll take me out on it so you know because he wants to learn how to shark fish so I know all the information he needs so I can throw slowly throw him tidbits every time I come down you know yeah, that sounds great. I mean, fishing's fishing. I mean, obviously catching sharks yeah. is a big deal, but man, I can't imagine going in the Rocky Mountains and hitting in a stream and, and fishing for trout. You know, it makes me think of that movie, A River Runs Through It, where they're out there fly fishing. You know? Right, right. So, I noticed when you were, uh, I'd say off, when everybody's been off, you did a project with Robbie and friends. Uh, it was a Toto song called Hold the Line. How did this come about? Yeah. Well, Robbie was thinking about doing a song, you know, and uh, we talked about it, and uh, so, you know, we, we called it Jack Russell and Friends, and, and I, I asked, I said, look, let's get Michael uh, McCauley to sing with me, you know, and uh, so we threw that idea at him, and uh, he loved it, and Robbie knew all these other musicians, you know, I mean, just some great, great, great musicians, and, uh, you know, they wanted to jam with us, so... You know, we did the Zoom thing, and everybody recorded it, and then we did the Zoom thing for the uh, video. You know, so we're getting ready to do a follow-up to that. So once we figure, we, we got uh, Africa, I think, recorded. So I'm going to I'm gonna pop down to Robbie's, you know, pretty shortly, within the next couple of months. And uh, I wanted to get the vocals that I'm at. And um, it'll be really cool. Well, listeners, let's go ahead and listen to Hold the Line. Sure, sure. That was Hold the Line. I'm your host, Alan Kiger. And my guest, if you're just tuning in, is Jack Russell of Jack Russell's Great Flight. Jack, the last time we spoke, you were working on a book. 
Uh, can I ask if you're finished yet? Or are you still writing it? You know, I'm on my third, uh, my third uh, writer. Uh, it's been really difficult, but I finally found a writer who uh, is into it, knows the rock scene, you know, is excited about doing the book. So it's moving along real quick, you know, the way it should have to begin with. And uh, it'll be out. I think the movie's coming out in, uh, like, September of next year. Um, oh, wow. Tell us about the movie. Well, the movie's about the fire in Rhode Island. And it's about my life story, you know, a lot. And um, there's a lot of great uh, white songs in there as well. We re-recorded some stuff for the movie. You know, and, um, we just have that in there. For you know, the musical, uh, the breaks, you know, and it's really, I mean, it really came out well. I couldn't believe how, how, how well the movie came out. You know, it was really, uh, just the thought of that, yeah, it was really, really good. You know? Well, it's New Year, we just got over Christmas, and we just had the New Year just a few days ago. Are there any Christmas traditions or any New Year's traditions? that you like to do every year that you've done, you know, for several years? Um, no, I just eat like a pig and open presents. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good thing. You know, I think we all like typical that. Typical thing to do. Yeah, I don't really have any traditions. My family's pretty much gone, you know. My parents are both passed away, and, and you know, the rest of my family is, you know, split up, and people live in this state and that state and the other state, and we don't get together anymore. Years ago, when we did, my grandmother was like the cog in the wheel, you know. Everything, everything kind of revolved around her, and we used to always go to her house, the whole family, and get together. But when she passed away, the whole uh, family thing kind of stopped. You know, my mom tried to keep it going, but, you know, it's, it was just something people got busy, and, you know, they wouldn't come over, so it's it was like screw it, you know. Yeah, grandmother's so, way of you know ours is the same thing. You know, my grandmother was she was the cog in the wheel too, and you you yeah. go up and you could bring your friends and you know there was a lot of food. And yeah, absolutely, absolutely, it's great. You know, it's, it's good to hang with family. I miss it. Yeah, I do too. You know, I miss it. But you know, when you get older, that's what happens. You know, it's life. It just moves on right past us. Yeah, it sure does. I'm going to ask you a question I've, I've never asked you before. Um, it's kind of a fairly easy one. But if you had not been a singer in a rock band, is there another profession that you would have liked to have done? Sure, I would have been a captain on a sport fishing boat. Okay. Well, that was pretty good. I have my, my hundred-ton license. I used to run charter boats when I was a, a younger kid. You know, during the summertime, I'd go down to San Diego and I'd run charter boats down to Mexico. Taking people fishing, you know. Oh wow! So, so how did you, yeah. you learn how to get out there to boat and navigate the oceans? Well, you know, you have to take a class, and you gotta spend a lot of hours on the ocean. I got a job on a fishing boat when I was younger, and I got my two thousand hours in the water. You know, at some point, and then, uh, you know, I decided to be like a veterinary, veterinary kind of thing. You know, and uh, I'm oh, sorry, not a veterinarian. I uh, decided to, uh, you know, become a, um, you know, a skipper on a charter boat and 
you know, I said, I went and took my test, and uh, I uh, got my 2,000 hours on the water by working on the boats, and, and uh, you know, that was it. Sounds like a lot of fun, but kind of sounds... Yeah, you have to excuse me. I'm kind of sleepy. I've had a long, long, long day. Okay, we'll speed this up here, so... Yeah, no, 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 no. I just spent my... I said veterinarian. I'm like, oh, well. Okay. Um, Now, I noticed that you put out a CD called One Spin Acoustic, which I I happen to have. Oh, yeah, One Spin Acoustical Bites, yeah. Yeah, that's great. I talked to Robbie about that uh, last interview, but... Right. Let's get your version. Of, you know, how did this come about? What made you want to do that? Well, you know, we did Unplugged years ago, and uh, it was so much fun. I really enjoyed it. And I was thinking about that, and I thought, you know what would be really cool? would be to do, you know, the uh, hooked album, not the hooked album, but the one spitting album, the twice album, and the hooked album, do Unplugged. You know, so I decided to have the band do that. So they uh, laid down the tracks, and I came in and did the vocals. And, uh, you know, I thought it came out pretty damn good. You know, I'm really proud of it. So we're going to go and do the Twice I album next, you know, and then we'll finish it off with the Hooks album. It's mostly just for our hardcore fans, but, I mean, a lot of people have gotten into it, you know. It's actually done a lot better than I expected it to do, you know. I think it was fantastic, and I remember the days back on MTV when they would have the Unplugged, and it seemed like that was always a huge success for whoever would wind up on the show. You know, yeah, right. You could find out who's got talent and who doesn't. Yeah, that's true. So Very true. Well, listeners, let's listen to uh, a track off there called Lady Red Light. Well, right on. That was Lady Red Light. I'm your host, Alan Kiger, and my guest today is Jack Russell of Jack Russell's Great Wife. Jack, I interviewed you for the Republican newspaper, and I asked you a question about religion. Is that something you feel comfortable talking about on the radio? Sure, why not? What are, you know, when, when I talked to you, you told me that you had had a, I would call it a vision. I mean, I think you said you were around six listening to a yeah. record. Um. Do you, when you say vision, do you relate that to what you would say was God talking to you and, and laying out your life? Absolutely. I, I, I firmly believe that. There's no other explanation to it. And, you know, I knew at the time what it was, and I was only a little, little kid, you know, and I saw my whole life flash by. I mean, it was, you know, being a rock star and, you know, all the stuff backstage and being on stage and it was just so fast it went by and and uh, after that moment I knew what my life was going to be I knew I was going to be a rock star and I know people it sounds like I'm crazy you know and people go God that guy's out of his mind but I'm uh, honest honest to God that you know it, it, that's exactly what happened and you know, I was listening to the Beatles Help album and I remember I was like jumping up and down in my bed singing help you know and then I I got off and I was standing there. I looked in the corner of my room, up in the corner, and I just got this feeling of just so spiritual. I, I can't even, even you know, talk about it in a way that you would understand or anyone would understand. You'd have to feel it yourself to get it, you know. It's like one of those things, you know, how you tell somebody what something tastes like. You can't. You have to experience it, you know. Right. Yeah, uh, it was so heavy, and I'll never forget it. And you know that uh, 
kept me going actually through a lot of hard times, you know, not when I was younger. Now, I would say, you know, you, you've had your, your health issues, and I I think last time we talked, I think you've been sober for for three years. It should be around five now, am I correct in that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, do you put that to just you? Do you put it to, you know, lots of prayer and people around you helping? How, how do you stay sober? What What's your driving force? Well, you know, my driving force is I want to be alive, you know, I don't want to kill myself with, you know, drugs and alcohol. That's just not worth it, you know. I mean, I've done that almost to the point of death. You know, I've been in two comas, you know. Um, it's, it's just not worth it, you know. Uh, having a beer or having a glass of wine is not worth me dying because I've never had a beer in my life, you know. I've never had a glass of wine in my life. You know, I have, I have one, you know, I have a hundred left, you know. <laughs> it's like it's not the first beer that messes me up it's the you know the 30th you know so it's uh it's just not worth it for me i mean some people can drink and and put it away and you know just wait till the next weekend i can i drink and until i pass out then i wake up and i drink again you know what? so it's uh it's not a good place for me to go anymore we want to keep you around we want to we want to have you out tour next year if, if we're able to do that uh something you know i think everybody's missed live music i think it's oh, it's a lifeblood of our country that you know you you relate everything to a song i can tell you, i can tell you i drove to florida with a friend of mine to go visit a friend this was back i think 89 and uh once bitten was the song on the radio. And I think the other song was uh, Tom Petty running down the road. So no matter where we drove, going to Florida, and all the way back, and the whole time we were there, your song. Every time you changed the radio station, your song was on every single time. That's crazy. Huh? So it's just stuff like that that you remember where you were at. Sure, absolutely. It's a, yeah, it was crazy, man. Things, I mean, everything that I thought was going to happen, happened. And, uh, you know, it's been a wild ride, you know. I mean, still, when I go play, it's still a, a great feeling, you know. You, you never lose touch with that. At least I never have, and I've never lost touch with the appreciation I have for, uh, you know, God or whoever you want to call him, you know, um, letting me have this opportunity, you know. Letting me live the life I've lived, you know, it's been it's been an incredible journey. I've, I've you know enjoyed every minute of it, even even the bad parts of it. You know, you uh, you you know you, you go through these horrible things sometimes, and but you know you, you still you know or you're still breathing, you know. And as far as I'm concerned, it's much better than not. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's what makes you stronger. People say, oh, I wish I didn't have a past. I'm like, well, your past is what makes you who you are today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, let's kind of promote you a little bit. Is there anything new you've got going on that you can tell the fans? And let's tell them where they can you know, follow you uh, besides YouTube and Facebook. And how do they get a hold of you on Facebook? What new well, the Facebook thing, uh, I have a friend of mine who runs that for me because I just really honestly don't have the time. I mean, I'll go on there occasionally and I'll, I'll, you know, respond to people, you know, but I can't, I can't get to everyone because if I did, that's all I'd be doing, 
you know, 24 seven, you know, I'd be on Facebook. But, um, as far as uh, anything new, we have an album coming out like probably in the next month or two. It's called, uh, Great Zeppelin 2. And I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the Great Zeppelin album, which we recorded live. Yes. And it's nothing but, yeah, okay, well, we did another one with different songs. And it's also live. We just finished mixing that and mastering it. So that just, that's going to the record label now. So I'll get the packaging done and, and you know, um, get it out there, you know. So it's going to be, uh, I'm really excited about that, you know. Uh, and you say that's going to be out here in a couple months? Uh, yeah, a couple months it'll be out. Sorry about all the noise in the background. No, um, okay. I'm at my uh, sister-in-law's house with the kids, and her and everybody are going crazy, you know? Uh, they're probably glad to have Uncle Jack there. Oh, yeah, they are. No, it's crazy. I'm clamming all over me all the time, you know? And <laughs> it's uh, it's awesome. It's awesome. That's, that's the one thing I dig about it, you know, is hanging out with the kids. You know, because I'm, I'm, I'm just a big kid myself, you know? Yeah. Well, we're nearing the end of the interview, and I'm going to ask you a question that I don't ask very often. Um, one of these days, when we're not around anymore, what would you like to be remembered for? You know, just being a, a good guy and somebody that uh, wrote good songs that, you know, made people think and feel and, and you know, put smiles on people's faces. And, you know, that's just what I want people to remember me for, you know. That's cool. I like that. Well, Jack, thanks so much for being our guest on Cycle Oh, anytime, my friend, anytime. Thank you for having me, and thank you for playing the music, you know. Uh, listeners, make sure to follow Jack on his website or follow him on Facebook. Download a song. Um, make sure you get out and buy this new CD when it comes out here in a couple months. Uh, make sure you catch me here at WYRZ 98.9 FM and WYRZ.org uh, the first Sunday of every month at 11 a.m. You can also catch me on Friday nights here from 7 to 10 p.m. And that will include our new segment called... 80s at 8, where you'll hear Jack. For the rest of my show, you can go to www.sightsandsounds.com. Thank you, my friend. You've been listening to Sights and Sounds with Alan Kiger, sponsored by Hawkeye Storage in Danville. Join us the first Sunday of every month at 11 a.m. on WYRZ. And don't forget, if you miss a broadcast, you can hear the podcast at sightsandsoundspromotions.com, where Alan hangs out with music royalty. Hawkeye Self Storage in Danville has electricity hookups, 14-foot tall doors, and 60-foot drive lanes, private bays, interior and exterior lighting with 24-7 access gated entry. They also feature indoor RV and boat storage with three locations, 1303 East County Road 200 South in Danville, 7410 West U.S. 36 in Danville, and 2238 West U.S. Highway 36 in Danville. More information can be found by calling their phone number at 316 316- 7-745-2700 or by going to their website hawkeyestorageunits.com